Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to The Straight Shooting View Hey everybody, Straight Shooting LJA here and welcome to a very special episode of The Straight Shooting View and in this series of episodes I'm going to do four I'd like to review the Premier League documentary series, the four-part series called Fever Pitch, The Rise of the Premier League. I'm going to take each part of the documentary, each episode, and dissect it. So strap in. Let's get to episode one. Now, David Dean opening up the series in the first episode was actually very interesting to me because I found it hilariously and interesting as well. That the big five were Arsenal, Spurs, Everton, Liverpool and Man United. And only a couple of those names have changed. But the irony of... Actually, one. But the irony of the recent European Super League stuff is that people are surprised by it. Because 1992 was almost 30 years ago to the year. And it's the same basic concept. The big clubs want more money and more control. But for me, it was funny to see that the head of the football league at the time was saying, oh, it's always been this way. I just, I thought it was about just 22 men kicking a ball around. I mean, it's such an archaic way of looking at football, especially with the 80s and the sharp decline that David Dean spoke about from 1966 to 1986, from 30 million plus watching football to only 17 million. And it was interesting to hear David Dean's supermarket comparison because you, if you add that drop-off in the supermarket, that place is shutting down. But the formation of the Premier League, it was almost a necessary evil because the game in this country had to evolve. It had to move on, especially from the 80s. But you know what? The part with Rupert Murdoch being asked if the new venture of Sky TV was going to have the same standard or level of journalism as his newspapers where they're all about lies, fabrication and obsessions with people, per, people's personal lives and private lives. Murdoch without batting an eyelid saying it will be totally different. It will be first class. That was hilarious to me. Considering how Sky News and Sky Sports do things and continue to do things, changing Raheem Sterling's quotes, for instance, about his gun tattoo, Tremendous, tremendously ironic. But £304 million as the first TV deal for five years in 1992. These days you have one club spending that each summer. <laughs> so, oh God, I mean, it was a throwback. I mean, it was so funny seeing that live and kicking advert though. The players involved, the teams like Sheffield United. The marketing was just genius. Calling it a whole new ball game. And it was so funny to look back and see the pressure on Alex Ferguson. And a lot of United fans won't know that they had had no title since 1967. But then look at the run they went on in the new era from 92-93. But 
But imagine how different things could have been if Alan Shearer had gone to Man United instead of Blackburn Rovers. I mean, Jack Walker, you got to look at him. He was essentially the 90s precursor to Sheikh Mansour and Roman Abramovich. I mean, this was meant to be a Super League creating a world where the big five reign supreme, not some upstart with a bit of cash. Those comments and that quote was hilarious and completely ironic when you think about it. Because it was funny to see a lot of people didn't know where Blackbone was before Jack Walker came in. They certainly found out. But they were definitely a small team with a money man behind them. Sound familiar? Manchester City. <clears throat> but it was interesting to me as well to see the link with American football and the showmanship and the genesis of Monday Night Football in this country. And that was interesting because the Cantona deal. Because you look at how the Cantona deal was. It's like 1.5 million was the cost, but the Leeds chairman wanting to tell the fans it was 1.2 million instead of 1 million. And it showed even at that early point, that at those embryonic stages of the Premier League, how chairman wanted to control media perception that early on. Speaking of perception, I mean, Eric Cantona was a character. He did come across as arrogant and eccentric, but he was entertaining. Talk about seagulls and all that, more on that later. But if you're talking about wanting entertainment, you have to have those kind of characters. And he was arguably the first one in terms of the modern era. But you know what? Delving into the Times and the other newspapers that Murdoch had, along with the General Empire, showed how having those resources can be crucial especially when you're building something new. I mean, I do think it was focused a bit too much on individual players and, of course, Man United in the first episode. But, especially as it's only four episodes, but I can understand the focus on the first couple of impact players and, and, and the ending of a long drought for a side that were basically reborn in and because of the Premier League era. So... The Man United 92-93 season, the way they were talking about not letting the title slip um, away v Sheffield Wednesday, it definitely made me think of my boys Liverpool on so many occasions. On so many occasions before we finally won the big one in 2020. So close, but yet so far. 2013-2014, 2008-2009, But that feeling when you finally win the big one and it's going to happen, I mean, what a feeling. I mean, remember, Man United had a 26-year drought and ours was basically 30. So there's a lot of similarities there. But unfortunately, it was different for us where we couldn't celebrate ours with a big parade because of COVID-19 and the pandemic. And ironically, as a Liverpool supporter, I actually waited 26 years to see us win the league. So... I would love to say Man United fans are kindred spirits with me, but I'm not going to go anywhere near that far. But you know what? I did enjoy the opening episode of Fever Pitch. And there was a lot of good, there was a lot of good in it. And it was a good start. The narration quite liked, but it was one of them ones where you could see they were building, building, building to some, towards something more. So that was where it was interesting. They were really laying the foundations and laying that groundwork to future episodes. So I enjoyed it because of that in the main. But you know what? I got my 
throwback Liverpool shirt on. This was actually my first shirt. I'm surprised it still fits me. I've had it since I was 11. <laughs> but you know what? I want to know what you thought of episode one of Fever Pitch, the Premier League documentary series. What did you think of episode one? Do you agree with me? Did you enjoy David Dean and him looking back to the creation of the Premier League? Rupert Murdoch's comments. Were they hilarious to you like they were to me? And also the irony. The ironies as well. Were they ironic to you? Were they funny? Were they a bit, oh, okay, that made me think. So on them ones, I want to know your views. I thought it was an entertaining throwback, to be perfectly honest. But you know what? www.pitchdashtalk.com is the official website. Check out our podcast there. You can learn more about us as a trio of co-hosts. A, quint a kind of a foursome if you include Nathan Arsenal as well as JBK and the G-Man and myself as well. www.pitchstaffstalk.com is the website. Also, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk is where you can find our videos, our videos including special feature segments, Pitch Talk at the Cup Finals as well, our Pitch Talk on the Road series and our Pitch Talk Meet series and much, much more video content, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Also, 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 twitter.com forward slash pitch talk or at pitch talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash pitch talk, become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution. We are working so hard to create. Also, you can find us on Instagram. You can find vlog previews, pictures, and much, much more on Instagram at Pitch Talk. Give us a follow on there. Remember, you can find our podcast on verbal.com as well. Search Pitch Talk. We are verbal ambassadors at get G-E-T-V-U-R-B-L, verbal, at get verbal on Twitter. Give them a follow. Let them know we sent you. We are verbal ambassadors and proud to be so. You can find our podcast on verbal, Spotify, Podbean, Podomatic, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere you pick up your podcast, you can find the Pitch Talk podcast there. Let us know your views. Comment section is down below. Down where? Down there. Let me know your views. This has been an episode of the Straight Shooting View, reviewing Fever Pitch, The Rise of the Premier League, Episode 1. I'll see you on episode number two. Take it easy, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com 